Well, I want to pray again because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in need of, of the Lord's blessing. I've been asking pretty much all day that the Lord would use this time to help each one of you that have made the effort to come out. So if you would, uh, let, uh, pray with me. Heavenly Father, again I ask that you would please use me to say the right things, to do the right thing. Lord, I don't want to put any focus on anything other than you. And I pray, Father, that you would bless this time. Bless these folks. Please be with these requests that you that we each one has had. You know the things that each one of our lives are affected with and the things that are bothering us. Lord, please, we ask your blessings. We ask your protection. We ask your provision. We just, Lord, we just want to trust you in all things. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So if you would, turn to book of Luke, 14th chapter. And as I was studying and pastor asked me and asked me Sunday morning and if I would fill in on Wednesday and I, man, that'd be great. I'd, like I always tell you, I'd, I'm honored to do that. But it's also a, it's also a responsibility that I, I don't take lightly. I want what Paul Crow was talking about. I want you to have what I have because I do know Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and I want to portray that, that he's important, not me. So I was going to preach on choices. Remember Sunday night? Wes preached on choices. So I told him, I said, you know what? I was going to do that, and then you preached on it. He said, well, go ahead and do it again. I said, no, I feel, like the, I feel like the guy that's in junior high going to the college football team, and they've got such a lead that they put me in in the last minute of the game. You know, I just, that's, after hearing all week, Crow and our pastor, and Smith, Wes, after hearing those guys and sitting where you're sitting, sitting and listening to the Holy Spirit teaching me personally what they're preaching about. And Dwight and Paul both, they have so much energy that I always give out by the time the service was over. I would, well, those guys up and down. I got this down here so I don't have to go up them stairs anymore, man. This, oh, those guys were, that was just amazing. And one of the things that I was thinking about as we concluded that and as, uh, you know, I think, was it Wes asked the Sunday morning how many people made decisions? And I kind of, man, I, I didn't, make a decision to get saved, but I'll guarantee you, I made some decisions. After hearing those, I made some decisions how God can work in my life, how I will decide to let him work in my life. And that's part of what inspired me, what 
got through to my, what I was going to preach on, is what do we use for excuses when we don't do, when we don't come to church or whatever it is. You fill in the blank. One of the things that occurs to me is, what is it in our Christian life that we find difficult to do that we feel the need for an excuse? Now, I have to confess to you, one of the hardest things for me to do personally is to forgive. Do you know that there isn't just one time, there isn't just two times, there is a numerous times in the Bible where God's Word says, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. That's what it says. So I use excuses. Well, you don't know what he said. You don't know what she done. You don't know how they treated me. Yet, you see what I'm getting at? What kind of excuses do we give God for not minding, for not minding him, for not listening, reading, doing what the Bible says? What kind of excuses do we use when we worry? Oh, God, you're just, you're just not getting here on time. I mean, I, you know, I know you're supposed to be, provide for me, but the bills are due. I mean, I need some money. What else? You, in your own mind, think about what we, what we worry about. What we do when God tells us not to worry. What we excuse that with in our own mind when we I don't know, tithe, when we tithe. Well, God, I, you just don't understand. I, you know, if you want me to tithe, you're going to have to give me a better job. I've got to make some more money. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have heard these excuses in my little short life, and I've heard other people tell me I, there's no way I can afford to tithe. I had one old lady tell me there is no way that you can outgive God. And I'm going, give me a break. She's right. I was wrong. I had excuses. It took me years of those excuses, telling them to God and God not blessing me to get it through my head that God tells me to do it or I need to do it. And when I get down... To the where the rubber meets the road, to the to when you get down to the fact, when you get down to it, I think that it boils down to we can't trust God. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself. That's where I'm headed, okay? But getting there, I read Luke 14, 16 through 20. And this is what got me to thinking about excuses. And then said he unto them, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. And he sent his servants to, at supper time to say to them that they were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they, with, and they all, with one consent, began to make excuse. 
The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of land, or a piece of ground, and I must needs go see it. I pray thee, have me excused. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. Paul Crow told me that that excuse doesn't work. Now, if he would have said, I just got married and I'm going to be late, that's a, that's, a, that's a good excuse. But that's neither here nor there. Every one of these guys figured that they had a good excuse. What is it that keeps us from obeying God? We've got so busy in America, so busy in our lives, and you people that are sitting here tonight, you didn't use an excuse, you came out. Now we have some widow ladies, we have some, we have some people here that this cold air, it, it is terrible on them. And they have a legitimate excuse. If they breathe this cold air, they will get pneumonia. And they're at the age, man, folks, they're older than I am. That's old. So they're older than Larry, and that's really old. But anyway, you know, we do, there are things that we can excuse. But what do we do when we are uncomfortable, when we get out of our comfort zone? What do we do? What do we use for an excuse? And I really believe that we get to a point <clears throat> where God says, read the Bible, you read the Bible, and he says, forgive, or I won't forgive you. Now this, was a, this really, this really, it, it really hammered me because I don't do that all the time. And I have to confess that to you because, and God, you know, I go and I, Please, please, God, tell me how to do this. And he tells me in Psalms, and he says that, you know, you read your Bible, trust me. I'm not giving you this so that you will understand. I'm giving you this because I want you to obey. Do you remember what, what he told King Saul? It's better to obey than sacrifice. Samuel told that through, God told King Saul that through Samuel. And I have to keep in mind me, and I, wanna, I, I want you to do that. Keep in mind, you know, you can trust God. Prove him. He tells, you, he tells us to. If you cross-reference this in Luke to Matthew 22, it tells the same story. Only thing it changes up a little bit about a king and a kingdom, and he invites people, and they tell him they give him all kinds of excuses. And in that story, in Matthew, he sent his armies and destroyed them. If you go through and and research this and look at it, you can see throughout God's word that all he wants us to do is obey. And he doesn't have time for our excuses. And I really believe that he expects us. You know, you, oh, here we go again. I'm going I'm to give Todd a, a job to do, and he's going to give me excuses. And when I finally get through with all the excuses and go ahead and do what God says, everything works out. 
Everything does like God says. He'll give me, give me what I need. So the way we get victory over this is, first of all, to recognize what we're doing. And that is we're sinning against God. If you look in Psalms 51, about the fourth verse, David is praying to God. And he says, against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this, done this wrong thing. And if we can recognize that that's who we sin against is God, and if we can recognize what was part of what was preached about the fear of God, if we truly fear God, then we'll get it right. That's the reason I said I, I had to do some soul searching and I had to really, really beg God to forgive me because I want to be forgiven, don't you? I want to be, I want to be forgiven. I want to be accepted. I want to do the things that, that God tells me that I'm able to do. And then I heard Tim Tebow in one of his talks and he said, you know, when he was playing ball, he wrote scriptures under his eyes and all that. And he said, I didn't really think about it. He said, I remembered that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So he wrote that Philippians under, under his eye. When he got to the championships and he decided he'd change it to John 3.16. And he, he said in that speech, when he did that, and he played that game, and people watched, that there were over 3 million hits on Google to see what John 3.16 is. And then three years later, he, he kept it there. Three years later, they played, they beat, uh, who'd they beat? Dustin, was it Pittsburgh? Or when they beat Pittsburgh... He looked at the stats, and somebody brought it to his attention, and over 90 million people Googled John 3.16. And that's like, I'm like, John 3.16, man, that's the first thing I heard when I was in Sunday school. I mean, I was six years old, and I heard John 3.16, for God so loved the world. You know, I... I, I, that blew my mind that there were over 90 million people that hadn't heard John 3.16. So whatever excuse that I have for not witnessing, God says to witness. Whatever excuse I have for not being faithful, God said, to, don't forsake the assembling together of yourself. Whatever excuse I have for not tithing, God says, bring it into the storehouse. Do what I tell you, and there will be blessings come from heaven that you can't, even, you can't even imagine. Whatever excuse I have for not wanting to forgive whatever, I need to, I need to leave that at the altar, and I need, to leave the, and I, I need to let God do that. I need to let God take care of that. I need to... Turn stuff over to him like we've been instructed. And you people, the faithful ones, the ones that are here, are the ones that's going to keep this church, this body of believers together. 
And the only way we can do that together is through God's Word. Because every one of us have a different personality. I would have never, ever believed that me and Kevin could have been friends. We are so totally different. But we have something in common, and we are friends. And that's the same way I think about each one of you here. I can honestly say I do my best to pray for everybody. And I want you to pray for me. I need it. I need it bad. Todd Smith told or I'm sorry, Todd. Todd, Todd told me that while at a men's meeting one time, he says, you know what? I, I need this fellowship together because the devil is always picking. Pick, pick, pick. Man, that's, that hit home with me because he does it to every one of us. It would have been easier for John to stay home tonight because he's hurting. So what? He knew where he wanted to be, and that's where he is. And I pray for John, and I pray for each one of you all the time that I can just have some little part in what God tells me to do. So when we have that, we find something, you know, I need to do that. But when we have, when we remember, God doesn't want your excuses. He doesn't want my excuses. He just wants us to obey. And if he tells us something, he lays something on your heart, do it. Can you imagine Tim Tebow? All he, all he thought, all he said was, I don't know, the Lord just laid it on my heart, so I just wrote John 3.16. It's a simple little verse. He said everybody should know that. 90 million people. Can you imagine? I just, that just blew me away when I heard that. Just because he wrote a little something on his face and played in a stupid football game. How good is our God when he can take that and affect 90 million people? How good is our God when he can have, have these guys that spoke here last week and affect every one of those people that heard, the, heard God's word proclaimed? We heard about assurance. We heard about consecration. We heard about all of these things that, that they preached on. And I was totally encouraged. And first of all, I needed to get my heart right, and God showed me that. You can come to church every, every day. Man, I've been coming to church more than most of you have been alive. I've been coming to church since I was eight years old. Mostly because my mother made me. It didn't hurt me a bit. And because of that, I can say that I've heard John 3.16 before. But until Tebow did that, until he said that, you know, I need to think about that. That's the basis for our Christianity. That's, he loved the world. He sent his son to die. His son rose. That's, a, that's, our, that's our belief. That's our, you know, there's only one way. Acts, the book of Acts says there is one name under heaven whereby man will receive repentance. That, that's it. And it's only through the blood of Christ that we are just not destroyed. If you'll look in uh, Ecclesiastes, if you, if you re will remember, Ecclesiastes, the last part of Ecclesiastes, 12, 13, it says, 
fear God and keep his commandments. There is no way that you can misunderstand that. That doesn't have anything to do with, yeah, but. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Fear God, keep his commandments. This is the duty that we have. This is who we are. And you folks, you people, are the ones that can lead others, can show others. When somebody, you see somebody and you, th and you think, you know, I ought, to, I ought to talk to them. One of the hardest things there is for me to do, I don't know if you guys do it, you get on an elevator. You get on the elevator and there are four or five people in there with you. What do you do? I mean, you're captured with them. And I get so tired of you. Hi, how are you? You want to really know how I am? Or you just, you know, just say hello. Do you ever hear about Jesus? Man, do they shut up real quick. But you know what? That's our, that's our job. That's what God tells us to do. So please, tell, tell, you know, think about, think about this. See, I told you it's going to be quick. Think about that. We need to do what God says. And we need to remember we can trust God. And whatever we do, we can trust him. He will meet our needs. He will bless us. He will protect us. He will provide for us. But he expects us to pray. He tells us we need to pray. And if you're uncomfortable with praying, go to Psalms. There's prayers in there. You can, you can pray those prayers. The Lord really is my shepherd. I don't want for anything. That's what that I shall not want. I don't want for anything. Because God has given me those provisions. Oh, there's stuff that I lust after, but that, you know, he tells me too, you know, just to calm that down, cool your jets on that, because this, I'll, I'll give you what you need. Doing my own vernacular in my own way, I just, I want to encourage you that we can trust God. I've learned in my short life that I can trust God that he will protect me. And please forgive me for pointing at you with this stupid pen. I, I caught myself doing that, and I, man. Anyway, please, when you start giving excuses, think about what, what it said in Matthew, where that king said, hey, you know, I had enough of that. I'll, he got his army and went and destroyed him. This guy here, if you'll read on down in, in, in Luke here, they don't, they don't want to come, I'll go get somebody else. I know that this is all referring back to the Jews and how the Gentiles were brought in and all that theological, I know all that. But let's do this practical application. Just because you got some new land, that shouldn't keep you out of church. You get some new cows, that shouldn't keep you out of church. You get a new wife, that shouldn't keep you out of church. You can be late, but it shouldn't keep you out of church. <laughs> no, seriously. As I thought through this and I thought about all the excuses in the last 60 years that I've given God, and not one of them was valid. All he ever wanted 
was me to trust him so that he could shower his blessings on us, on me, personally. You remember in the, when Jesus was in, uh, went back to, uh, where did he go back to, Nazareth or Bethlehem? He went back, and the Bible says, I believe it's in John, where it says, he could not do many miracles because of their unbelief. So the truth is, and I want to end with this, the truth is, when we use excuses, when we feel justified in using those excuses, we've limited God. We've told him, I just can't trust you on this. I'm going to, I'm going to, have, to, get, I'm going to have to handle this on myself. That's, exa- that's basically what you're telling him. And instead of just doing what he says and allowing him to work through our, our lives, work others, that still just blows me away that 90 million people had to Google up what John 3.16 says. And we have the privilege of sitting in this church listening to our pastor proclaim the word of God. We're very fortunate. And we can trust God in all things. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for these good people. Thank you, Lord, for their attendance. I ask, Father, that you would bless them for their effort, for coming out. I ask, Lord, that you would protect them as they go home, that you would watch over them. Please, Lord, continue to guide us, continue to... We ask, Father, in all sincerity that you would continue to create a new mind, a different mind, a, do, a clean heart, a right heart, a right attitude. And help us, Lord, to encourage each other. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.